What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business, a.k.a. Money Compton. This show is available on all platforms. So if you're on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, um, Anchor, shout out to Anchor for, like I said, for always housing the show, keeping us afloat. Um, you can find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Sports Business, S-P-O-R-T-Z. B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also look up the show at sportsbusiness.com. Hey, man, it's Martin Luther King weekend next week, and I hope y'all done took down them damn Christmas trees by now. If you ain't, you're wrong. Um, Yeah, so go ahead and take down the Christmas trees, yo, because uh, it's time. Martin Luther King weekend is coming up next weekend. So um, I hope everybody had a great weekend. You know, still first year, first, first weekend or second weekend of 2022. Um, I don't know if y'all still with y'all New Year's resolutions and whatnot. Um, and forgive me if my voice is a little cracked or it sounds a little weird. Uh, <clears throat> I was actually screaming my lungs out at the Raider game last night. So, uh, yeah, forgive me for that. But, man, let's just get right into the nitty gritty of everything. Right. I had been probably I've been to a lot of sporting events, football, basketball, baseball i want to you know boxing mma i don't i don't seen it all and, and, and practically did it all that game last night between the the, the las vegas raiders and the uh, Chargers of la that probably was the first sporting event where i went to and i couldn't wait to get home to to peep game what all of the networks what all of the commentators with all the analysts what the recap was um about the about the game that's how emotion not only emotionally invested i was to the game but uh just just how much everybody so much was on the on the on the line and i talked about it a little bit last week on my show um that's why y'all gotta hit that subscribe button turn your notifications on you know what i'm saying but that game was just there was there were so many different stages of the game you know you had the raiders that jumped out early to a, ten, a quick 10 zip lead um the chargers came back i think they was up 14 to 10 around that um, it came about 13, then it was 13-14. The Raiders were able to get up to about almost a two-touchdown score uh, lead, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, you know, I'm and, and the Raiders, now they're going to the playoffs. And they got to the point, and I said last week, I said, if these boys play into a tie, don't don't be surprised if there isn't a tie or something like that. It, and, and, it, it, and, and if we keep it at a buck, the Raiders were playing for a tie in overtime. And, and the Chargers was just dumb. I mean just bad coaching from 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 start to finish where they didn't even peep game um coach rich, rich Pisaccia, um you know he flat out said he was like yo we came to a you know we came to a, a realization that we could play for a tie and at that point you know you kind of got to do what you got to do so um you know both teams would have made the playoffs the pittsburgh steelers they would have been out on the outside looking in um you know and, and, and the, the 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 chargers they didn't peep game but you know there's 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 the good and the bad and i'm i'm gonna look i'm gonna look at it to both sides the raiders they they've basically played three seasons in one season um you had the whole incident with john gruden uh who got dismissed then you had the whole henry rugg situation um then you had the damon arnett situation and you just had the, the cornerback hobbs get another dui this weekend so uh they've they've had like four seasons in one season 
and for them to keep the the, the ship afloat um it, it's 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 just mind-boggling how rich Passaccia, Derek carr uh, mike mayock the gm has been able to 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 sustain um and i think if i'm not mistaken rich Passaccia is like one of the first coaches in the last 25 30 years that wasn't the head coach in week one that has led an NFL team to the playoffs. I think it hasn't happened since like the 80s or the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, I mean, they need to take the interim tag off of this man and just slap him off for a multi-year deal. Um, in my opinion, um, I would keep him. Needless to say, um, the Raiders played by far their best game of the season outside of maybe week one when it was against the Baltimore Ravens. Derek Carr didn't turn the ball over. Uh, Josh Jacobs was running the ball hard. Um, Hunter Renfro had a good game. Darren Waller, first game back after missing the last five games. Um, he balled out. The defense finally got a couple of turnovers yesterday. They had a turnover on special teams. They also had Casey Hayward, um, the former Charger, that got a pick as well. So they the defense was balling. Um, just a flawless game they weren't penalized a lot just a flawless game that they had now on the on the flip side we got to talk about the Chargers, man um the Chargers lose football games in the most chargers way i mean they just they just be falling asleep behind the wheel um and i don't know who you know brandon staley i believe is his coach's name um this dude thinks he's he's smelling himself too much um he thinks he's smarter than everybody else i mean this dude just had some bonehead plays against the kansas city chiefs there was a play yesterday where they went for fourth down it was fourth and one inside of their own 20 and i don't know if he done play too much madden or what what the hell he was thinking but for you to draw up that play um a quick halfback dive with austin eckler trying to go up the middle on a fourth and one you're inside of the, your own 20 that guaranteed the raiders a score um luckily they only got a field goal out of the situation but what, what are you doing kick the ball away like yeah, that was just dumb um and that was one coaching move and then my thing was outside of that fourth down conversion justin herber and the sandy uh, the la chargers i think completed they converted six fourth downs and i think they got one touchdown out of that fourth down but my thing was this and i kept saying this when i was at the game and i was actually sitting next to a charger fan i was looking at him i was like bruh why is he going for 10-yard chunks for every play? We already know you're in four-down situations. So for the fact that they were facing fourth and, you know, fourth and eight, nine, ten, fourth and long, basically, to me, that made zero sense. At that point, if you already know you're in four-down four down territory, especially when the game was on the line, you know, a third-down play, you might as well draw up a play that's going to get you, five, you know, five to six yards. Um, they weren't doing that. He was literally playing Madden, trying to play arcade mode and just throw these bombs where he thought he was just going to be able to score a touchdown after every play. Now the Raiders defense, on the other hand, they were playing a lot of prevent defense after they were up by two touchdowns. They got, they kind of, they they kind of got a little bit complacent, and I wasn't really, you know, they'd almost bit him in the butt. Uh, if we keeping it a buck, it almost bit him in the butt yesterday, um, and it almost nearly costed them. They almost, it almost costed them the game. But for 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 me, there were so many coaching flaws for the Chargers. The fact that they were going for 10 yards at a time made it's just mind boggling. You know, you, you you're basically putting your you're, you're falling asleep behind you're, you're, you're playing behind the eight ball because now you have to gain so much chunks. So, you know, a, a 10 year, you know, I don't know how deep their playbook is, but I'm pretty sure they don't have that many plays where they out here got you know fourth and fourth and long to be able to get, grab you 10 yards um every you know six or seven times so that didn't really make sense and then when the raiders got the ball back and the score was 32 32 i mean when they when they drive drove the ball down the field on that 36 to zay jones to me it seemed like the raiders was like all right we got we got a first down 
um, we converted, we're good. We're just going to go ahead and settle for the tie. We're not going to take any chances. There's no sense of us trying to run, you know, run the ball, um, you know, take chances down the field and, and cost, you know, and, and come up with a costly turnover. Like they were, they were playing for a tie. And the fact that they went inside the two minute warning and they were and, and the charges weren't calling any timeouts to me, that showed that they weren't, they weren't ready to, they weren't, they, they weren't ready to, they didn't seem like they were conceding. They didn't seem like they were going to, you know, they, they, at first seemed like they were going to go for the tie, but it didn't make sense. And he calls a timeout at two, uh, 30 some seconds left. And I mean, at that point, the Raiders were like, well, let's just see what we get. You know, we'll, let's see what we got. Um, let, let's run off another running play and worst case scenario, we don't, we don't get nothing out of it. We can, um, we can just end, end the game in the tie. Luckily, Josh Jacobs rips off a, a, a nice, you know, I feel like it was like a 15, 20 yard run that gets Daniel Carlson even closer to, for him to convert like a, from a 55 yard field goal to, I think it was like 47. Um, so you know, the Raiders were literally legitimately playing for a tie and the, the, the Chargers were just too dumb to even peep game what was happening. So um, clearly this team doesn't want, I mean, clearly the coach, the, the, the coach doesn't want to see a uh, Justin Herbert uh, team go, you know, he doesn't want to coach a Justin Herbert led quarterback team to, 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 to the playoffs and see what they happen. But man, shout out to Justin Herbert. Like that dude is a baller. Like he got ice in his veins for him to be able to convert six fourth downs practically in the fourth quarter and, and get a couple of touchdowns, Mike. That dude is a baller, baller. Like I, I you know, I, I like I like my man right there. So, man, when I said that was one of the most craziest games I've seen or even been to, I, I kid you not. It, it was it was wild last night. Um, it, it was it was legitimately wild. So, um, but you know, shout out to the Raiders. They got their workout out. They got a short week. Um, not to mention they played prime time last night. Um, they're going into a Saturday afternoon game, so they're losing a day already and they're going, you know, they're going to the East coast time. So, um, they got, they got, they got, their work cut out. So we'll see how they, uh, turn around, but this is going to be Derek Carr's first playoff game. Um, and, you know, and this is the first time the Raiders have been to the playoff, um, since 2016. So, and for them to be able to go from a seven seed all the way up to the fifth seed, which is basically the first, the best wild card team. And that's a token to the season. Like this team, whatever happens at the at, after Saturday, they ain't got nothing to be ashamed of. You, if you ask me. So, um, yeah, that was that was just a wild game. Another wild game. It, yo, it's not. It's today's not a good day if you're from LA. If you're a Rams fan or a Chargers fan, because I don't know how the hell this this daunted I, this Rams team feels like. I don't know how can I explain this. Let me see. There's a line in Friday where. Debo takes Red's chain and Debo leaves, you know, he, he tell Red, you know, give me that chain, yada, 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 Red go cry in the car and Craig, uh, Smokey says to Craig, he only pull that stuff on, he only be pulling that stuff on people he know, he don't do that stuff to the people up the street. That's how I feel about the LA Rams. They only punk teams that they know they can punk. But when they try to punk the teams that they know they can't punk, they get slapped right up in the face. And that's exactly what ended up happening yesterday against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, everybody know how I feel about uh, porn star Jimmy, OnlyFans Jimmy, Pornhub Jimmy, uh, you know, whatever you want to call him. You know, he out here dating adult adult film models and whatnot. Um, you know, and I always say that the, the team is only going to be as good as he is. And we've seen how he was in the Super Bowl. He, he came, you know, cost him the game. He's a game manager. But that team has heart, and you you know I don't know if Trey Lance is the long the long term answer, but 
the team balled out and they figured it out. And that Debo Samuel yesterday, he he went to work. Um, he flexed out on the boys real hard. And and the defense played, you know, outside of giving up 17 points, they figured it out. And and it was a win in your end game. So the, the 49ers were basically in playoff mode yesterday as well. So, um, you know, I'm not I'm, – the NFC is a hard read. Um, I feel like the AFC – you got Tennessee, you got Buffalo, and you also got Kansas City. Like we 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 think those three teams can can would be you know we would be comfortable saying one of those three teams will represent um, the AFC. The NFC, on the other hand, you got Dallas, you got uh, Arizona, you got L- the LA Rams. I'm not so I'm not sold on any of those three. And granted, the 49ers play the the Cowboys this weekend. Um, outside of Green Bay, I can't see. I'm not sold on anybody else. I'm taking, you know, if they say you going to take Green Bay or the field, I'm, I'm taking Green Bay. I can't see myself taking the field on that side. I mean, Dallas, they 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 look good. They're probably the most Dr. Jekyll, Mr. High team. They play, play bad against Arizona, and that was a bad coach game as well. And then they sit there and put, pour, pour 51 points on um, the Philadelphia Eagles. And granted, the, the Eagles had, I think, a lot of their second and third string players in the game, but... You know, when they played the Eagles earlier in the season, they still hung 41 up on their starter. So there's that. They hung 51 up on, or 56 or something like that up a few weeks ago against Washington. So, but then they lose to the Raiders, but now the Raiders are in the playoffs. So I, I, I'm not too sure about the, 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 the Cowboys, the Rams. I mean, everybody was talking about how Matt Stafford was going to be the savior for um, the Rams and they were going to be immediate Super Bowl contenders. I mean, I think the the injury to Robert Woods has hurt them a lot, um, for real, for real. Um, I know OBJ has come and he's been able to help out a lot. Um, he's been balling as well, but the, the, for them to be missing Robert Woods with a torn ACL, um, it, you know that I think they've been hurting about that for sure, for sure. So um, yeah, so the Rams for them to, to to lose that, and not to mention Sean McVay, he's 0 and five or 0 and six against the 49ers total. So. Seems like the Niners got that man's bag, and they, they, they can figure him out pretty well. So, um, yeah, but the Niners, good good for them. And I think that, you know, people, sh- people should be taking the Niners as, as serious as they can. But like I always say, OnlyFans Jimmy is going to take them as, only as far as they can. So we'll see which version of Jimmy they're going to get, Jimmy G. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, he ain't be talking about the real Jimmy G and him, the real Jimmy G and him not holding the whole box of Jimmys, um, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, and then, you know, today is what most people in the football world call Black Monday. Um, Today's Black Monday, so usually that means the Monday after the regular season ends. You see a lot of coaching fires, and I believe, let me get this right, you had Mike Zimmer of the Vikings that got fired, uh, Matt Nagy and the GM got fired for the Bears, um... Theoretically, oh, Vic Fangio got fired over the weekend uh, of the Denver Broncos. And then the the one that kind of was the most interesting one was Brian Flores got fired out of the Miami Dolphins. Um, The the Brian Flores one to me just didn't make too much sense. And, um, you know, there's people out there that said that, you know, he, he lost the locker room earlier this season. Um, after they started the season one and seven, um, but they ended up winning eight out of their nine, eight out of their last nine games. My thing is this: you can't, you know, they you can't lose your locker room and then win eight out of your last nine games. Like it don't work like that. I mean, if you checked out, you done checked all the way out. So 
Um, he had a, what, 24 and 25 was his record for the two years he was with um, Miami. That's not bad. Um, that's not a bad, that's a respectable record. I think he could have got another year and seen what they had to do. Um, give him one more year. Um, but, you know, I hate to say this, you know, POCs in, in, in NFL, they don't get that type of slack. Um, they don't get that type of love out here in in, um, in in football land. You know, they don't give you all the chances. So um, that one just didn't really make sense to me. I think that, you know, had he been not my complexion, it may have gave him another chance. Um, you know, and that's how it is. Um by the way, the Jags, they also, you know, they fired Urban Meyer in the middle of the year. So that, that's another vacancy. But, you know, it, it's 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 rather disturbing that, you know, us as POCs, we got to see some of the, you know, we got to take some of these sorriest jobs um, just to even um, a, a get get a coaching job. You know, a lot of these jobs that are opening up, you know, you know, I, who wants to coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars right now? Like, come on now. Um, Shaq Khan, the Khan family, no more more known for wrestling than they are as a football as a football franchise right now. Um, the Bears, I mean, the Bears ain't been reveling since what? What was that? The eighty, the eighty five Bears or something like that. Um, you know, so you know these these some of these jobs, you know, they're, they're they're not even close to being a work in progress. Like the Jaguars are probably two years away from being relevant. The Bears, I mean, it seems like they ain't been right since they won that Super Bowl in that year, and all they all they still worried about is they the defense. Um, and they got Justin Fields out there, so uh, I, I don't know. But the Brian Flores one to me just didn't make sense. If they didn't want to go with Tua, Tua, then they should have tried to get Justin Herbert uh, and try to trade those draft picks away. They tried to get should have got Trey Lance last year in the draft. So um, if they weren't so sold on 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 Tua, then maybe they should have moved on with him while they had the opportunity because this year's draft class is not deep it's not a deep class for i would say at least at a quarterback position um i couldn't even tell you and i'm watching the college football playoff right now the national championship and i don't think um stetson bennett or um well bryce young is still a i believe either a freshman or a sophomore so i don't even think he's going to be eligible to come in the draft so there's that um so you're in, you're talking about a draft class that's not going to be that deep in the quarterback position um, you're talking about a free agency class this year uh, for quarterbacks that aren't going to really change your situ, your your your, you know, wh- whatever quarterback you have right now is that is that person going to make you better? So, I, I don't know what what the the Dolphins can do um, to get better, but we'll end up seeing. Um, so yeah, that's my my NFL chop shop right there. And then you know we got to talk about Clay Thompson last night. He came back from being gone. Man, I saw a post yesterday um, that stated. The last time Klay Thompson was in the NBA, the last time he played an NFL, uh, NBA game, James Harden was still on the Rockets. KD was still with the Warriors. John Wall was still with the Wizards. Um, Russell Westbrook and Paul George were on the Thunder. Kawhi Leonard was on the Raptors. Um, then the NBA looked a whole lot different than what it is right now. Um, AD was with the Pelicans. Um, so... That's how long this man has been out. And, and, you know, I think it was almost two and a half years that he's been out. And for him to, I think one of his first buckets, he jammed on three people. And Clay was never been known to be somebody who can put people on posters. But clearly, the Achilles is looking good. The ACL looks good. So, um, you know, he looks like he's in rare in rare shape. And, and it's crazy that the Golden State Warriors um, are in this position where they got, they got capital. 
you know, you, you got the best record, one of the best records in the NBA, and you got one of the top, one of the best basketball players of all time um, coming back. Um, and then you also have a, a, a promising another cornerstone who's going to be building for your future. He's coming back very, very soon. So when you got the Warriors that have all this capital um, with all the ammo coming back and, and Clay to be able to throw up, what, I believe 18 shots last night in about 20 minutes. I mean, it's number green light for them boys. And you got Jordan Poole coming off the bench. You got uh, Gary Payton II coming off the bench. Um, you got Otto Porter who's been balling. Valencia's been balling. Um, now Jordan Poole slides over. So um, it's 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 a it's a great time to be a Warrior fan. And as long as they can stay healthy, as long as they can still find their rhythm, I, I do feel like they're going to run into a wall where they're going to have to still kind of get everybody who you know cats like at least Jordan Poole, who's been starting a majority of the season. How he's going to get acclimated with coming off the bench. You're going to have Clay Thompson, who has, you know, he's going to be on a lot of adrenaline in the first few few games. I feel like they're going to hit a little bit of a wall they, where they might lose, you know, they might go two and two and three in, in a span of five games, um, just trying to figure it out. And I don't think that's a cause of concern um, for them boys just yet. Uh, if it gets a little deeper in the season, if we're talking anywhere between March, April ish, early April, yeah, but I think they may hit a small little wall. Um, of just figuring everything out, just trying to get everybody back, everybody healthy, and they're going to use a couple of these games to kind of get everyone meshed together, um, especially with, you know, these these weird protocols that we're going through. Um, being able to get uh, everybody on the court at the same time during practice is, is hard to do, so you're going to have to use some games. You're going to have to use games, actual games, as practice time, so... Um, but it's it, the NBA is in a better place when when you got Klay Thompson and Steph Curry um, don't out here heaving up uh, threes from from anywhere over the half, the, the half court line. So it was super duper good to see Klay Thompson back. But yeah, man, th th this has been the, the, the last twenty you know the last twenty four hours, thirty six hours has just been crazy in the sporting world. And, and I feel like Wild Card Saturday this weekend is just going to be even crazier if you ask me. I think I think the the, the NFL, you know, they, they got a whole lot of good plots and twists coming up this weekend. Um, so I mean, I'm excited for playoffs. Um, really, yesterday was really yesterday was really really dope. Um, and, and and you know that's what football's all about. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. And yesterday was a prime example of how that happened, man. So with that being said, man, you know it's time for us to get up out of here pretty soon. But before I do that, it is time for the Sports Business Podcast Dummy of the Day. Now, I sat there earlier this on this show and said uh, Brandon Staley um, had some bonehead coaching decisions or make bonehead coaching calls, but it can't get no worse than Joe Judge of the New York Football Giants. Hey, yo, my man, what the hell was you thinking? On the third and nine to be lined up in a, a victory formation to go on a quarterback sneak like twice. And he did it twice. Um, and, and the fact that now Jeffrey Mara, who's the who was the GM, um, is no longer there. Um, and I believe or not uh, Gettleman, David Gettleman, I'm sorry, who's the who was the GM, um, just retired after four seasons being the GM for the Giants. Which leads a lot of people to think is, uh, 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 what's my man's name? Joe Judge is going to be with the team. Um, and it's, it's, it, I mean, I was a big Joe Judge fan, really practically all up until yesterday. And I, and I was like, you know, give my man's another year. 
see what he can do. But I think Danny Nichols ain't the long-term answer. And I'm going to keep it a buck. I've been saying Saquon Barkley been overrated since he left Penn State. Um, unfortunately, injuries kind of um, hinder, hinder that a lot. Um, but this this year, I know he came off of a torn ACL, but he, he didn't look good at all. And I know that's not an injury that, you know, you can you can get back in and and, and, and ball out immediately. But I, I thought, you know, they talk about how how big this dude's quads and and, and how how much of a chiseled stone. You know, he looks like a Greek goddess. He would he would have, you know, been a little bit better. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't see I, I didn't see nothing from him. I believe they had uh, Galladay. Um, who was supposed to be a huge free agent signing. My man didn't even catch a touchdown pass this year. Um, so they just had a lot of bonehead, you know, they just had a lot of bonehead personnel moves. They had a lot of bonehead coaching decisions. And, and Joe Judge, I don't know what you was thinking. Like, bro, your job is on the line. And, and you out here drawing a quarterback, quarterback sneaks on third and longs. Like, what are we doing here, man? So Joe Judge, I was riding with you the entire season. I was like, yo, I like him. Um, I think he, 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 he has order, he, you know, but I'm going to be honest with you, the New York football giants, I think when they won either four or six games this season, um, I think it's the fifth year in a row, they've gone under 500. Um, I would rather be on a Dan Campbell team of the, the Detroit Lions who only won two game, three, two or three games this season. Um, after losing so many games in a row. I think that the, the, the New York football giants are more of an embarrassment right now than the Detroit Lions. Like the Detroit Lions, they played hard every every Sunday. They played hard. It was definitely not a coaching, you know, lack of coaching. Them, them boys was disciplined. They played hard. They, they played to the ball every 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 Sunday. You know, you were going to get max effort out of the out of the Detroit Lions. I didn't see that at all with, with, with the Giants this season. Um, and they, they just don't have talent. They, they ain't got nothing. Um, that is a that is a team that is a ransack team that just ain't got nothing, no capital, nothing. And I don't know who's gonna step up in there um, and, and change that culture over there. But they 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 in some they they in a whole lot of trouble. So uh, Joe Judge, you definitely get the Sports Business Podcast Dummy of the Day. Um, but yeah, it's time for me to scoot up out of here. I'm gonna sit here and try to watch. I'm gonna try to endure this uh, college football playoff game. Um, everybody knows how I feel about college football. Eh, I talked about it last week. Eh. You know, if we're going to keep having the Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma Invitational, um, eh, whatever, you know, you can't. And college football committee already said that they're not going to expand, which I think is a good idea because you're just going to have even worse semifinal games. Like, it's going to be even worse. Um, the talent the talent gap is so far in between between these two and about two to four schools. It's not even really worth it. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna sit here and try to chill out and watch this game. Really don't have a dog in a race. Really don't care um, because I already know how this is going to end. Um, but that being said, my name is Eric Compton. I really hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, go ahead and tap three people on the show to let them know about my podcast. Um, like I said, this podcast is available on all platforms. So go ahead and find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can go ahead and email me at sportsbusiness at gmail.com. And you can find me on the Twitterverse. But yeah, hey man, by the way, again, take them damn Christmas trees down. Until then, I'm going to run it back next week. I'll catch y'all later.